Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. And this is Megan. And today's episode is pretty cool because it's local to us. Oh, it hits home. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, haunted Camp Lejeune. Um, if you guys haven't seen that chart that's been like servicing around, um, a lot of people don't agree with it. At least um, what I found from posting it and stuff like that some people don't agree but um it is a paranormal chart by treetopia is the website that it came from and they basically did a survey from people sending in um their paranormal experiences and they went ahead and went through um each state and picked like the most haunted city so i guess it was the most um experiences sent in and Funny enough, uh, North Carolina got Camp Lejeune, which I was actually very surprised with. Well, I was surprised, but not surprised. Surprised in the aspect of because Camp Lejeune, even though it's the largest military base on the East Coast, it, you know, Jacksonville itself is a smaller city. So I would think like Asheville or Raleigh, Charlotte, place like that would have gotten it. But, um, there is some, creepy creepy stuff going on there and that's actually how i even started wanting to talk about the paranormal was because of all the experiences that people had in this area and i guess we're also talking about all the uh, haunted locations around here particularly yeah we are home essentially yeah because um camp lejeune is like the military base but the camp lejeune is in the city of jacksonville if that makes any sense yeah. Um, we haven't actually gone on Camp Lejeune because obviously you have to be Marine I or have. affiliated. With my job Marine. had my well, my job requires me to go on base every now and then. Yeah, I've only gone once, and that was with no twice, and that was with a friend. Um, I went to like the movie theater, the dollar movie theater that they have on base, and then which is kind of creepy. Um, and then I also went to um like a haunted haunted thing that they had going on there um which was pretty actually pretty good um like you know one of those fake haunted houses kind of things mm. um but yeah so i've never actually been on basement to any of the housing or anything like that so the housing is just like kind of like how it is in, in any kind of like cul-de-sac neighborhoods you get your typical like like townhouses kind of built up and you got your actual neighborhood houses and stuff like yeah. that that i've been to majority of what i've been to been mostly like townhouses yeah and if you're a, a higher ranker mm-hmm. like a colonel or general or whatever mm-hmm. right you get like a beach property and stuff like oh, that. oh yeah because there's there's a beach on base and um i don't know if that all connects like there's a way to connect like they have their own roads that connect but um because you know we're right here on the water we have a lot of like navy and and stuff like that that is also there's a lot of bases in between the cities, I should say. Um, so I don't know if it all like connects where they could go from point A to point B on base and not have to go hey. in the city. I actually got lost one time. Really? We're trying to find this place and I drove all like, like almost 10, 15 minutes in another direction. I was still on base. Uh huh. And I went to the part where like, Oh crap, this is where the, like your, your high ranked guy, cause oh, they yeah, had their nice beach houses. Yeah. Right? They had their, their, their title on a little fence, little, uh, like little, we call it a little, I don't know, a sign outside their door with their, or out on their lawn with their rank in their name. Dang. So I was like, oh shit. And they're all yeah. like, like Colonel, Colonel, General, blah, this. I was like, yeah. oh shit, this is where the, the yeah. guys live. Cause when you go over the bridge, um, like in town, 
you see like waterfront property and you're like, well, what the heck? I've never seen like waterfront property in the city, but it's actually on base. And I actually, I take that back. I've been to the beach also, but it was like through a friend. So we're basically explaining what we're going to talk about here and there and then places around here that we've investigated and some mm-hmm. that we've heard stories from as well, like from Wilmington. Which is about yeah. an, an hour, hour away from us. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you got you got Swansboro, you got Hubert, you got uh, Newburn, um, Newburn, um, Morshead, Morshead. That's that's a Morshead. That's <laughs> you're combining. Maysville. Yeah, you're combining two different. Yeah. There's Moores Creek Battlefield, yeah. and then there's Moorhead City. There you go. So. Morris had better. Anyways, no, because I had a. We said before we get on, I have a like a small haunted update. Mm-hmm. What we were doing yesterday or last night? Oh yeah, that was interesting. But interesting, uh, we were using the um that we were testing out because I've been was it the, uh, the Vox? It's basically Ghost Tube's version of Necrophonics. Almost. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. It's like Ghost Tube Vox, um, and. I don't know. I've, I've been trying to use that because I want to see, like, when we do go back on investigations, like, um, like, it, like, if it's going to work. Cause I'm curious because sometimes some of the things that comes through is very similar to some of the stuff that I get in my head and stuff. So I'm kind of curious how it would, you know, work at these different locations. Yeah. Well, what was the interesting part about the whole thing is that. Uh, the spirits, they kept repeating the same thing. Oh, yeah. Over and, they, and over again. Yeah. It, it, it was like not just one voice. It was like six or seven or I think maybe more voice, voices all saying the same thing. And they were all saying, well, this is him. Yeah, this is him. Yeah. And what freaked me out is I was like, okay, so let's put some pressure here. Like, and I was like, do you know who, like, do you know my name? Can you say your name? Um, you know that? And a woman in like, so, in Spanish way, in the Spanish version of Isaac's name is Isaac, right? Yeah. And so there was a woman. I kid you not. I freaked out. I wish Isaac would have been recording because I had mine on and he had his. But a, a woman goes, Isaac. And I was like, the fuck? I know. I was like, I was said like that. <laughs> what? That is as clear validation. Because they have like a recording option like on, on the actual ghost tube app when you use it. And, um, a lot of the times when I get really good stuff, supposedly the file is corrupt. Mm. So, yeah, but I really want to take it out on certain investigations or even certain locations just to see what would happen. Yeah. Um, see what they would bring up and if, you know, you could get further evidence. That was extremely strange Mm -hmm. and that they were all saying the same thing and they're all repeating it. It's like they didn't want to Mm -hmm. answer any questions or say the kid just kept saying, Oh, this is him. Yeah, and it was like they were talking amongst each other. It wasn't that they were talking directly to you. Yeah. Still that Isaac thing freaked me Isaac. out. Isaac. Which yeah. I I, I want to know who it was because like, uh, there's not a lot of spirits that say my name in Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Anyways, on to the episode. So I'm going to give you a little bit of background around the area because I feel like somebody that is not around this area wouldn't really know. Um, so... And since it's a smaller city, it's not like a place like, I don't know, like a, a bigger place that is normally talked about with haunted locations. Um, it's kind of one of those things where you have to be living here to kind of talk about it and know what we're talking about. Well, anyone like from North Carolina area. 
Yeah, North Carolina. Um, so, uh, okay, let me go through this. So, we have on base. Um, apparently, at one point, so most of this land that's now developed uh, was at one point like farmland, like different families own the farm. And you'll see when you start tracking back, um, like, where, what the land used to be, you'll find that it eventually at one point was tied to families. Um, but the base wasn't actually there. I think it was like 19, between 1941 to the early fifties that it actually became a base, a full fledged base. Um, but apparently, I don't know how true it is. I haven't actually looked at the archives or anything like that in the library, but that route that is now the base was used to come out West. Like when you got here to settle for settlements and a lot of the stuff in this area, even going to um, like towards Moorhead, towards Hubert, Swansboro, Atlantic beach, all of that area. um, It goes back really, really far back. Like the one cemetery that we looked at um, not too long ago. Oh, in Maysville. Mm -hmm. Um, that was established in 1780. So you have a lot of history and the history around this area is very, very, very diverse too. You have history with like Blackbeard and pirates and stuff like that and Beaufort and Bath and stuff like that. In fact, uh, there's legends like Blackbeard actually like lived in that area. Um, you have like colonial houses over there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have colonial colonial like history like from like the 1700s and the 1800s then you have like the settlement that unfortunately you have the darker history which is you know uh, unfortunately slavery and and stuff like that um you native also americans have, yeah native americans um pushing them out west um croatoans were the ones uh, around this area which everyone associated the croatoan tribe with that legendary story with uh, oak island mm-hmm. well, oak island Roanoke. Roanoke. Yeah. I don't know why Oak Island. You're anyway. always with Oak Island. We should do that one day. Like, uh, just big do an episode. Thing. No, Roanoke Island. Yeah. With the, 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 the whole entire, you know, village disappearing yeah. when they came back and everything was just like still there. And just, yeah. You know, and that's not even that far away from us. It's probably a couple hours. Like you have to take a ferry to it. Yeah. So, um, if anybody watch it, which we're not like that close to it, but the best description of kind of where we're at is, hate saying it because I don't like the TV show, but Outer Banks. Yeah. There's <laughs> For a lot one area. Yeah. I want to say where we live. Yeah. But, There's um, more forest where we are. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. We're and, and this area used to be swamp, too. So um, apparently giant sloths used to live here back when it was a uh, swamp. Found right. that out. I was like, what? <laughs> giant sloths. Anyways. Um, but so, yeah. So you have all of that history. In fact... Um, one place aside, I will get to Camp Lejeune in one second, but, um, there's one place here that they don't allow investigators and it's, I feel like I, I had always been pulled to this area. Um, it's about, a, it's going towards Newburn. So I would say it's about like 40 minutes away from us, maybe 30, but it's a Foscue plantation mm. and they open it up to tours for you to like, I don't know, like go look at it. Right. Um, and they do like field trips and stuff like that. Unfortunately, my school never went there, but, um, apparently it was one of the worst plantation houses like you could have went to as a slave. 
And it's like, it comes in second to, uh, the one in Louisiana, which is known as the worst. I forgot what it was called, but, um, and apparently, uh, during the Civil War, a lot of places got burned down and animals got slaughtered and stuff when the Norse started coming into the South. And that place was used as a medical hospital during that time for the North, I believe. Yes. Um, so apparently they don't like, the attention on the paranormal. Um, I've reached out to them a couple times and then the paranormal teams I've dealt with have also reached out, but they're like, no, we don't want to do that. We just want to focus on the history kind of thing. I'm guessing because I never got a response back and neither do the paranormal teams. So, so yeah. You know, there are a lot of places that have supposed haunting stuff like that, especially when they have a, a different image in mind of what they want in the location. They try to not allow yeah. investigators to keep telling people that the place is haunted. Yeah. Um, so, which then over time kind of creates bad mo- uh, juju with the place. And then, yeah. Then they have, they call them. Well, yeah. Cause they said like you can, like a lot of people and a lot of people, when you go by it, like it's one of those places when you go by it, you know something is going down. Like something is bad. So, like I said, a lot of this area, a lot of Camp Lejeune, um, has that. And of course, um, there's a lot of water around this area, so a huge high, like, conduit for paranormal activity. Um, a lot of death, a lot of murders, a lot of uh, brutality with the history. Um, but, so fun thing, uh, I guess we can talk about the locations briefly that we've yeah. investigated so far around the area. Um, the Octagon House in, in Swansboro. Mm-hmm. Um, the Maysville Cemetery in mm-hmm. Maysville. The... Um, the What's the name of the library? I always forget the name. Web. The Web Library. But I don't think it's... If you guys are into Paranormal Quest, that YouTube channel, they actually went there with uh, two members that we were formerly on a team with. So uh, that's right. I'm going to check that out. Yeah, the Web Library and Moorhead. Mm-hmm. Um, Crotone Forest. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So you've and there's other the- places we've been to as well. I can't remember. What was a Civil War... Place? Oh yeah, there's a okay. It was right by the that cemetery that we went to that was established in 1780. Yeah. Um. Also, another thing that you got to keep in mind in this area is we get hurricanes, like pretty bad ones, mm. every now and then. It's not like a, a every year thing, but a lot of the cemeteries experience flooding, and also this area has a lot of random cemeteries, like family plots, family cemeteries. Like you'll find random cemeteries on the side of the road. Especially in the country areas. So, yeah. And we have, like, a lot of wooded areas, a lot of um, that kind of stuff. So, keep that in mind as we're going over locations and stuff like that. Um, Yeah. So, Camp Lejeune has, like, a mix of all of that because of their history over there. And then, too. If anyone's ever listened to our previous episodes, they've heard our (laughs) updates on about every single one of those locations and what's happening. Yeah. Um, also, and we have a lot of battlefield battlefields, battlefields everywhere, like Fort Macon and Morris Creek Battlefield, going towards Wilmington, that kind of thing. And funny enough, there's a lot of weird, uh, like desecration of graves in this area. Like, uh, the Maysville Cemetery that literally has a ship plant on top of their graves, and the graves are just kicked, but the bodies aren't moved. So that is the dirty uh rumor or not say we found that as a truth behind it. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, 
I mean, there's a ship plant, and then you see tombstones by the ship plant. I mean, I'd be <laughs> calling it that. It's not. It's, not it's where it's they actual... pump the sewage. Yeah, it's not actually called. <laughs> Well, that's what they do. They pump the. <laughs> I know. Mike always use that term. That's why we keep saying it. Everyone, get your signs and pick it. Yeah. Move the shit plant. Oh. Move it. But yeah, it's literally, literally. I kid you not. On top of graves, it's really sad. Oh. Like, could you imagine? I'd be, I'd be pissed and come back down to be there too. Like, I deal with shit afterwards too. <laughs> Anyways, talking um, about poop. My stomach's okay. already messed up. <laughs> Okay, so on to Camp Lejeune. So there's been some crazy stuff from alien encounters to... Um, I mean, alien encounters kind of go hand-in-hand with any kind of military base. Yeah. Yeah. Um, alien encounters to weird creatures um, to seeing apparitions to seeing demonic stuff to... There's a bunch of lores and legends. And we're going to kind of get on get into that and i will let you know kind of like if we're going into jacksonville or camp lejeune because like i said it's literally the base is inside of jacksonville pretty much like in jacksonville so some of these stories leak out into jacksonville if that makes sense okay so um and a lot of these are found on forums reddit um there's actually a facebook page that is just straight up um encounters on camp lejeune so, um, I kind of got these from different, different spots. Um, okay. So this is the one thing I wanted to talk about. Um, apparently I don't know. It's weird. Cause I've, I've heard two things like it's on base, but then it's not on base. Um, the local news channel or not news channel, local, uh, newspaper in this area did a thing in October about the most haunted locations and all of that in Onzo County. Um, and one of the places that they talked about is Old Town Point. Um, in September 1752, Onzo was struck by a hurricane that was strong enough to wipe out the little village at Town Point on the New River Inlet. The storm destroyed the courthouse and records from that period. Foundations from where the houses once stood are still there today. When the military purchased the land, local rumor has it that its burials were re- relocated. Some claim they experienced paranormal activity at the site. So I guess it is on base because they purchased that area. So. I think I, that's, uh, I think I know what you're talking about, that area. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also um, a story um, I'm going to kind of paraphrase it because it was a long, detailed story. But a Marine basically was on base around that area. And he normally would stay in this one spot to fish. But then he was like, you know what? I'm going to go over here. And he didn't know kind of like the history about it. He just knew like the lores of it. But he didn't know it was that actual spot. But he said he was by himself. You know, he just did it to relax, just to chill out. And he said he was fishing and could hear like I he what he guessed of as like settlement noises like wood being chopped and a fire burning and um like iron being pushed like i don't know like that kind of stuff like a village yeah like a bustling busy yes yes exactly so um i thought that was kind (laughs) of i don't know how to explain it i thought that was kind of creepy um there is okay so apparently this was a repeated building that i saw being talked about on Reddit and forums, and it's called the H1 building on base. 
Um, this one guy said he used to work there at night and he, he would see stuff on the cameras all the time. Um, normally that that building was only manned by that, by like at the time him. Um, and it's locked. You need a badge and code to get in. Uh, he's not a big believer on ghost. Um, but he said that one time he was, you know, like talking around with his buddies, like, Hey, this building is freaky. I don't like it. Uh, and his friend was like, yeah, one time I was, you know, sleeping on the couch and I felt like someone was holding me down and I couldn't get up. But the crazy thing is their map room was where the old morgue was complete with giant freezers where they stored computer parts in. Computer parts? No, where they now put computer parts in. Oh, I was like, computers? Yeah, no, no. Like, it used to be an old morgue. You confused me. I was like, like, wait, wait. The giant freezers where they would keep the bodies. But now... The the spirits of the computers are coming back. Oh, no. (laughs) No. No. So, that's what he said. And a lot of other people, like, confirmed it. Um, Things like, the building gives me the freaking creeps. Um, They don't know how some of these people stay alone in that building at night. So, um, but... Okay, so um, moving on. So the H1 building, they've seen everything from apparitions, doors shutting in front of them, just creepy freaking vibes. Mm. And um, I also saw, like, when I was looking through all the forums and stuff like that, this one guy goes, you know, I, I know a lot of people don't want to come to Jacksonville and, like, Camp Lejeune because it's such a small, uh, like, city. And, you know, if you're coming from a place like New York and you go to here, it's it's small. There's not that much to do. I mean, it's growing, but it's still small. And he was saying, sometimes I feel like it's it's not that. It's like a dark omen that's over the base for whatever reason. And um, so this one guy also said that um, he sees a, he's seen a lot of stuff in the woods around Lejeune that freak. So I'm noticing the problem with like the people that are telling the stories is they don't want to believe in the paranormal. They are trying to rationalize like what they're seeing. And that's only normal, especially if you're a Marine and you're, you know, they blame it on sleep deprived or whatever. But these people are saying that deep down in their guts and stuff, they're, it, it's not something's off. Um, but apparently, okay. So this guy said, um, Almost all of the stories have the same thing in common. A Marine on watch alone at night. Groups of students who probably aren't well-rested or kids who see animals they've never seen in the wild because they come from suburbs or the city. So that guy is kind of like saying like, you know, that they're just making it up and it's yeah. sleep deprived or whatever. But apparently there's also some kind of creature that was talked about in the woods at Camp Lejeune that was like a man bear thing. Man bear pig? Yeah, I don't know. It was like a man bear thing. Half man, half bear. And see, a lot of them are saying like, you know, because they do like the simulations at night and stuff like that, that oh, we're just tired. It's our imagination. Could be Um, a government experiment got loose. Yeah. Who the heck knows? (laughs) Um, So I wasn't able, because, like, all of the things about Camp Lejeune is all on forums and Facebook pages and stuff like that. It's not, like, nobody has concrete, I guess because it is a military base and they may not want that out, but there's no, like, concrete, um, I don't think anybody, I've never seen any paranormal investigators, like, YouTubers, um, go on base and, like, investigate full force. 
Um, but apparently they don't allow Ouija boards on base, which I thought was interesting. Mm. Um, apparently there's also a apparition called the lady in white and she basically, Wait, she's like the 18th one. I know there's a lot of lady in white. <laughs> um, apparently, um, there's a legend that she was brutally, uh, attacked by a group of Marines and she died from that attack. And she basically lures them into the woods, never to be seen again. Um, and there's a legend about a boy with a balloon. Which, this is also the location that had the Black Eyed Kids encounter. Mm. So, if you guys don't remember, on our Black Eyed Kids episode, mm. I recalled this Marine who posted his story on Reddit. And then it got shared on different like articles and stuff like that. But, um, make a long story short, he basically was, uh, home on, at the barracks. Um, his roommates and stuff had gone out drinking and like hanging out and stuff like that. So he was there by himself. Um, he answered the door, he heard the knocks, he answered the door. It was two kids saying that like their parents were somewhere or something like that and to come in and use the phone that they were cold and all that. <clears throat> and he was thinking in his head, like, why, why are you in the barracks? You know? Mm-hmm. And he said his fight or flight kicked in and he shut the door and he said they were banging on the door. And, um, he asked like the security footage camera guy that like, I guess looks over all the barracks and stuff like that. If he's seen anything or anything and there was nothing there. So. Yeah. 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 And that's literally that, you know, we could see the barracks at, when you go on certain streets on our house. So just a grasp of how close we live to base, how close we live to base is our house is on a street. Uh, you go to the end of the street, you're on a main street, technically, which is, I think it's called Western. Um, and you drive straight. We take, if we take a, we're left, we're right next to the base. Like the main gate is right over there. So, yeah, yeah we're, we're very close to it. So <laughs> when stuff like we hear stuff like that, like, ah, crap, they can just walk over here to us. Yeah. Uh, we put them on blast with the episode anyway. Okay, so here's a story. Um, this was found. If you guys, you guys probably have heard me talk about it quite a few times, but there's a website called Ghost Sightings of America, and it's basically you can type in a city and they give you people that have shared their stories. Um, it's really cool, like to see, especially if you're a smaller city, like people's experiences. Um, so Camp Lejeune has their own. Like I said, Camp Lejeune kind of functions as their own little city within a city. Um, this was Courthouse Bay, December 89 to April 90. Took a taxi from Jacksonville to CHB late one night. And when the driver and I were out in the sticks, we saw ghosts of what appeared to be slaves walking on the side of the road. Demo Range Road was said to be haunted, according to some engineer students who would run it for PT after work hours. The guard tower out by the Demo Range would call at least twice a night. Claiming there was a man bear type creature prowling around. Man bear pig. Oh my gosh. But then again, when we started guard mount, our class advisor told us to watch out for bears in that area. So again, a lot of rationalizing, which is, this is fine. It's just, they want to, they tell their stories and then they retract a little bit. Um, they, he said the boat ramp had numerous ghost sightings. 
when we did the assault course at night training, it was ceased in the middle of the assault because numerous students claimed to see a headless body fly out of one of the holes. Um, the instructor dropped explosives in to simulate motor and cannon fire. Um, mortar. Yeah, mortar. What did I say? Motor. Oh. Whoops. <laughs> motor fire. Pow, pow. Um, this is another one. Um, me and my family were coming back from Domino's one night in October 2013. When we crossed over the bridge at Marston Pavilion, we made a right-hand turn into the officer housing area, which heads towards the school. We stopped at the curb by the woods to look at some deer when all of a sudden my wife slammed on the brakes and screamed. She said she saw the corner of her eye, a white light at her driver's side window, and it freaked her out. There was no one outside shining lights, and the street was not very lit up out there. I told her she was crazy, but that's just another story to add to the list of the stories on base. Um, apparently, someone commented on that, because you can comment, hmm. said that back in 1987, there was a Marine officer and his wife that were killed in their base house. Shit. You know yeah. what's funny? Hmm. Since I've had my abilities, um, hmm. I've been on base three times. Mm-hmm. I haven't really felt anything. Well, maybe I'm not going in the right mm-hmm. areas because uh, I mean, I went to the housing area, mm-hmm. nothing. I went to another housing area that was roughly in the same area on a different side of base because the, the base has like it's a one big, well, small city about the same size as Jacksonville. Yeah, and it's got its own little sections mm-hmm. where um, housing areas and neighborhoods and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I just I haven't felt anything much. But I think I'm probably not going to the older sections. The section at least you go to are relatively new housing. Yeah. Um, there was a couple of other things I found. Um, but I would like to go to these sections. Yeah. yeah. The, there is apparently some people that I guess like that are in the military that like to paranormal investigate. You know what? And I've kind of. Huh. I hope a Marine uh-huh. that listens to this uh-huh. or is listening to this is actually yeah. a fan can invite us to go on base. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> um. So another like short little thing that somebody posted was a newly constructed housing units at courthouse bay in camp lejeune workers have described doors slamming and shadow images wandering the hallways uh when we discussed the subject at two at lunch two of the tile setters described uh two separate events the first events was the the hand of a 20 year old was slapped as he dialed on his cell phone i guess they were workers that were working on the new housing um, and second, uh, his father had noticed shadows earlier on the job when there was no lights in the buildings. He explained that from the corner of his eye, he saw a figure walk past his doorway. When he went to look there, there was no one there. He felt that someone was watching him work. Um, and then also a plumber also specified that doors were closing on their own. Um, so yeah, there was apparently two, um, there was a helicopter or something um, that collided on base during training that made some of the Marines die that were involved in the training. So you have that on top of everything else. There was one person that also talked about a possessed girl on base. And I can't find the story after I read it. Like I said, oh, crap, I'm going to come back to it. But I didn't screenshot it. I didn't save it. 
and now I can't find it, but they were saying that there was a girl that died of possession on base. Yes, because the word on the Catholic street is, um, from the priest anyway, mm-hmm. that they kind of gave up on this area, uh, the Catholic church essentially when it comes mm-hmm. to possessions because there's so many. Okay. So it's crazy because when you talk to demonologists, right? Mm. And you talk to them, um, like we've talked to Carl Johnson and like he said, like, yeah, you know, there, I have, I, I've had my dealings with demonic cases, but there hasn't been that many. But if you talk to local paranormal teams and stuff, there, there's a, like here, there's a lot. And I specifically remember my grandmother because she's been going to the same church since the 1970s. Mm. And this is pretty much the only Catholic church in this like area. I don't know if base has one, but the closest one is about like 30 minutes away. Um, and then there's another one, the opposite direction, an hour away. So it's pretty much if you're in Jacksonville and you're in the surrounding areas, you go to this Catholic church if you're Catholic. And, um, I didn't really know my grandma was saying, yeah, apparently, you know, like they, they do exorcisms. Like one of the priests was talking about that and a lot. No, no, no. Okay. I got the stories mixed up. Okay. So I was in faith formation classes when I was younger, which is basically, you know, like the classes you take before you go through the sacraments, like communion and stuff like that. And my teacher had said to me, um, that a long time ago, the Catholic church actually turned their back on jacksonville because of the sin and how much like dark shit was happening and um the priest currently well not i don't know if he's still there but the priest had mentioned um in one of his like sermons or whatever about the amount of possession cases that happen in jacksonville it's extensive makes it prime for hunting yeah yes so um for me anyway yeah (laughs) But, um, so yeah, so this is, and then I've talked to other paranormal investigators in this area, new and old teams and teams we've been a part of and stuff like that. And, um, but nothing. And, um, they, they've even confirmed that like there's a lot of like craziness going on. Um, even haunted objects is apparently a thing. Um, just, I think one of the teams had, uh, told us that the apartments that are near us, like literally a hop, skip, and a jump from us had multiple haunted objects being taken out of there because it was so bad. I was like, what was it? The, um, the Lauderdale? 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 Yeah. Lauderdale. Whatever. Apartments, uh, here in, in, in Jacksonville. Um, on the south side of town, southwest side. Yeah. Um, which they, is funny. I think it's on Aragona Boulevard, which is my maiden name and my family. Uh, long down the road, like not along down the road, but they're like distant relatives actually build that area. So that's kind of funny. But that, that <laughs> housing area, uh, the apartments apparently has had paranormal activity happen before, including some demonic cases. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny is every time I go there, right? And mm-hmm. I, I talk to somebody like I'm, I've, I'm going there, you know, say, hey, where's the money? Um, <laughs> Or I'm delivering something mm-hmm. to them. I usually ask them, say, hey, uh, have you experienced anything paranormal around here? And most of the time, I go, oh, no, I didn't, I didn't know there was anything going around here. I was like, I was like, oh, okay, I'm just making sure. And they give me that look like, what? is there something going on? There, no. <laughs> and I'm like, seriously. oh, I just, I just heard stories and stuff and I'm a paranormal investigator on the side. And, well, put it to you this way. <laughs> I, cause me and Isaac are in the market to buying a house and I strictly from just like, 
things that I've asked people, things I found out. Because for whatever reason, even though there's a lot of paranormal stuff going on here, it's very hush-hush unless you are in the paranormal. Yeah, that's why I think one of the questions we need to ask when we buy a place is, uh, is this place haunted? Yeah. Because, it's not going to bother us. I just want to know. Yeah. Yeah. And there's certain places like where I get like very, uh, like, you know, like very revered back. Um, I do when they, when they talk about Camp Lejeune, I always, I feel like there's, there's shit going on there. And, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel I have, obviously I haven't gone on uh, to Camp Lejeune, but I just feel like there's, there's stuff. And like I said, that whole part of Camp Lejeune, it was a farm at first. So, um, the fact that this area had a lot of slave owners in this, in the country area, that doesn't surprise me that, you know, like you see stuff like that, like apparitions of that time. Plus native stuff is all around. Like, uh, a couple of houses that I lived in, I remember specifically seeing like native spirits. Um, and I've lived kind of around Onslow County at different places. However, the one place that I think is the most haunted, and I don't know, I would have, I would have, I don't know if I would have put it over Camp Lejeune because I've never been on Camp Lejeune, but one of the places I get the absolute darkest feelings is Hubert. That is in between. We have to go to it to basically, you know, like where we go investigate, we have to go through Hubert to get to Swansboro. Mm. Um, but, and we, we don't live too far from, it's like the Piney Green Hubert area, which is like literally again, a hop, skip and a jump from us. Like that area starts pretty close to us. Mm. Um, and Camp Lejeune like borders that area too, but Hubert, man. I I literally get fight or flight when I go in that area. Funny a question I think I got, I've asked before, and uh, when I when I go out, it's called field visiting is the terminology mm-hmm. we use um, at errands. <laughs> is when you're behind your bell and they send me out to go knock on your door. Um, when I'm out there doing that, because you do it all day, it's like someone asks, do you ever feel things at mm-hmm. people's houses? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll come across something while I'm at someone's house knocking on the door, wait for them to answer, and I feel my right hand charge. I'm like. Oh, uh, who's this? Mm-hmm. Right, and sometimes it comes from the home. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it comes from outside, like it's coming from the woods or somewhere else. Yeah. Um. Twice, actually, I went to someone's house in this uh neighborhood in Hubert. Funny enough, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm telling you, <laughs> some of the most yeah. scariest things, other than the Spring Branch house in Texas that I've experienced, has been in Hubert when we lived there. Yeah. Granted, it was nothing strong or anything, but it just like twice in the same location. And uh, granted, it was about a week apart each time. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's like not a lot of time or uh, for something to come back, essentially. Mm-hmm. But it was just strange, same spot. But after you said what you said about Hubert, I'm like, eh, kind of makes sense now. Yeah. I don't know. And, and that's the problem is this area. I don't know what the hell happened, but this area's land is like tainted. Like... It it's gonna take like for people to it, it's gonna take a lot of like cleansing and clearing. Like I feel like there's a lot of dark stuff like tied to you the land. You don't think um, might have been cursed by Native Americans for taking? It's it. possible because you got to think this area they were pushed out west, and I can't. I don't know exactly where the Trail of Tears started. I don't know if it was here or not. To be honest, uh, I, for some reason I keep thinking of Virginia. Uh, I don't know. It's or like somewhere, th- but basically, yeah. I mean, they took the natives and they f- 
forced them that way. And because um, this area had a bunch of different tribes at one point, you know, like the Croatoans, the um, even Cherokee were really huge. Um, And you have on the western part of North Carolina, the eastern band of Cherokees is what I think it's what they go by. And it's basically all of the natives that said, Freaky, we're not going. And they stayed behind in the mountains. And Mm -hmm. you're right. Yeah, I was here. No, um, I asked, I was looking up while you were talking, uh, where did the uh, Trail of Tears start? Um, the Appalachian Mountains, okay, which includes so, states of North Carolina, Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama. So, I mean, it probably probably arrived here and started pushing them further and further and further and further. And yeah. so. You know, um, I heard a theory once, hmm. it gets right into that, it just reminded me of the Appalachian Mountains, <laughs> that the creatures that we heard of in the Appalachian Mountains, stuff like that, all the stuff like that, mm-hmm. were put at bay by the Native Americans. But since they were pushed out, they're free to roam. Mm-hmm. And the only people that know how to actually make sure they don't kill people en masse were the natives that lived there. Mm. But since they're gone, yeah, they're yeah. free to do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. Well, this area, too, like, I mean, the woods just carries so much. Um, they talk about, too, like, with the with the trees that, the, you know, can hold all that energy in. And certain locations, I mean, huh, like, I mean, I don't know. That I'm trying to think if there's a specific part of Jacksonville that gives me the heebie-jeebies. Um, oh, um, there's an area. Your mom's office? Oh, yeah. 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 I'm not going to say the actual location, but there's a location my mom has an office in. Uh, some crazy stuff happened there. So I'm, uh, we were at the office wrapping Christmas presents and, um, beforehand I kept getting like, uh, just be on guard. There's like paranormal activity in this area and it doesn't help that like, I think it was like last year they found a body randomly at the end of the street. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't think they solved the case. So there's that. Um, and we were in the office and I just kept feeling like I was getting watched. And whenever I feel like it's more, it's not like a spirit just trying to get through. It's like a spirit that's trying to like, that's more malicious. It's almost like my root chakra starts hurting. Or if it's more of a parasitic type uh, entity, my root chakra will start hurting like in my back. And, um, so I started getting that. I was thinking, okay, well, maybe it's just the way I'm like sitting or something. I don't know. Cause I do have like slight back problems. So I thought that was it. But no, I, I put on ghost tube and then I was told like from my guys, turn off ghost tube. Just don't worry about it. Um, my dad had me go in the back part of the office, like to help him with a Keurig or something like that. And I was like, Keurig. Keurig. Yeah. I was like, I don't feel right in this part of the office. Like I just don't feel right. And so I went back up we were loading the car with like the Christmas presents because we had just wrapped them. And uh, the whole time I felt like I was being watched. And um, I looked because the next door used to be a Reiki person, but she's no longer there. He, I don't know, is no longer there. And it's just this office. And I was like, why do I feel like somebody's freaking in there? Right. And I look and the computer is going off by itself 
like just going like someone's sitting there typing and I could feel like I could see it in my third eye like somebody's sitting there but I was like okay who the heck is this so um my mom was telling me like when she went back in the office like the vibe is just off there like it's worse than before and that area I don't know if there was ever any haunted objects possession case but it is kind of like a little bit of the rougher side of town so um there's like some bad stuff there i know i don't know I just, it's just a darker side of town the other side of town that i feel like is also pretty dark um and i used to work by it is georgetown road i remember it's right by the water company and when i went there to renew like our because they have like the dmv there in its drive through oh what are you talking about and yeah. i was stuck there and that line for like hours. Um, I remember I turning on ghost tube and stuff like that. And there was a lot of answers. And I remember when I was younger, um, when you used to have to go and pay the water bill in person, my parents would go pay and there was these little trails and we would go on these trails and it was right next to like the animal shelter or whatever. And, uh, we'd walk and there was like, graves from like the 1700s and 1800s and they were just like dilapidated you know there was like trash and graffiti and all of that stuff so yeah yeah we started investigating around here yeah. um <laughs> i feel like that, well no i feel like there's a lot of untapped places here well because most of our focus has been swansboro in that area yeah yeah so hopefully you know we can start i i really want to start branching out to other locations because i feel like um there's a lot of places around here that are smaller that don't get looked at because, you know, obviously when people go to North Carolina, they think of like the devil's tramping ground and which I still want to go to and all that. Yeah. Um, but the places on like Camp Lejeune, um, apparently the USO over here, it's no longer operational. They stopped like then the battleship. Shit. Yeah. The battleship, the battleship would be a cool. The one in Wilmington would be. You one. you can investigate it, but you have to pay what fifteen hundred to do it. I think it's a lot of money. It's a lot of those mm. places in Wilmington to investigate. You have to pay a lot of money, which I don't know. Which funny enough, excuse me. I don't know. Sorry. Um, well, I guess one of the last things I guess we talk about um, is actually our first paranormal experience mm-hmm. that we uh, went through when we came here on our honeymoon. Yeah. Uh, we went to Wilmington and we did their ghost tour walk. Yeah. And if anybody wants to know, Wilmington is about an hour away, like to the south of us. Yeah. It's an older city. Um, it was, Poor it has city. its own history and stuff like that. Yeah. So it dealt with a lot of stuff during the Civil War, during the Revolutionary War. It's pretty old and has a lot, a lot of history behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went there because it was the biggest city close to where we are. And we just wanted to go visit and look around and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We did. It was pretty cool. Um, and it has had like uh called uh, the shopping thing we call the con exchange. It was pretty cool yeah. to go into. It's pretty old. Yeah. Um, but we did the content tour when we saw a sign for it, mm-hmm. and we were like, "Ooh, let's do that!" Yeah, right. Uh, and this is, uh, mind you, so this was before I even started tapping into my abilities. I would just experience stuff. I wasn't like out searching for stuff. Six, seven years ago now. Yeah, yeah. It was It was quite a bit ago. It was before. I mean, I I still experience stuff. I still like. Knew that there's like I I knew about the paranormal and stuff, but I wasn't like actively searching. Yeah, and uh, the guy Lena Tor, I mean, he claimed to be psychic. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I can't say either yay or nay on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he uh, apparently there that ghost tour is known. There's a there's a TikToker called Rebecca the Ghost Guide that she started out I think um on that tour. 
Wonder if we should go on there. Person just to see it again. I don't know. But she started out and she found out she was a psychic medium and she talks about all of the stuff downtown. She's even been to a couple places in New Bern. Um, if you want to kind of see like this area, I recommend going and looking at her stuff because she gives a good viewpoint of this area. Yeah. But amongst other places that he took us all around the Wilmington area, just walking basically, um, there was one in front of a graveyard, uh, of a guy who got buried alive. Oh. This was this was an intense moment for me. This is when I knew, like, I need to either slowly start accepting or get rid of it all together. I know, because from my perspective, mm-hmm. I was listening to a guy talk. I was like, oh, that's a pretty interesting story. All right. Yeah. And you, you, I turned to look at you, like, like if you're enjoying it, and you get that look in your face, you like, can't I, breathe. I thought I was going to die. Like, yeah. I, I literally was like, Isaac, I can't breathe. We got to go. We got to go to the hospital. Like, I can't breathe. I cannot breathe, Isaac. Like, it was serious. Like, I was like, like, I was about to start crying because I could not breathe. Like, it was very, very, very limited. And it was like, the more he was going on and on, the more I was getting, like, restricted. I was like, the hell is this? Yeah. And. You were feeling his death. The guy was buried alive. Yeah. And I remember I looked at you, like, what the hell's wrong? You, like, to shake your face. Like, you didn't know what was going on. And we walked away. He said, uh. I'm okay. It's like, or something like you couldn't breathe at the time. I'm like, what? And then we just get, you didn't want to, was people are listening. You don't want to go into explanation about it. Yeah. But I remember you told me later that night we were at the hotel and you're like, oh my God, I don't know what happened. And I was like, I don't know. But I mean, when we were on that haunted tour, we didn't see anything. Um, granted, this is long before I had my abilities and long, long before Megan tapped into the severity of hers now. Yeah. So it's funny you said, I, I think about places like that and going back and doing that, but it's like, it's not like what's the word I'm looking for. It's I'm not saying we're experts, but we're we're seasoned in the field of mm-hmm. paranormal and doing something like that is almost for people who just want to spectate. Yeah. Well, um But it'd be fun for us in a sense to see if well, anything is haunted. I yeah. haven't gone to downtown Wilmington probably since the pandemic happened. Uh. Um so I really want to go back down there because there's a lot of history, a lot of stuff just down there. And um Oh, no, 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 no. I take that back. I went with my mom. We did like a girl's day trip and I went with my mom downtown to the same kind of like, it's, it's like a huge, uh, made of cobblestone type of area. Um, and it's downtown and basically like it, I don't know if it's the same exact structure that was in like the 1800s and stuff like that, but, um, it was there and, uh, they have like different things. Basically, a lot of stores, if you're kind of like a tourist type person, like, you know, North Carolina stuff and beach stuff and all of that. Um, but there was a crystal shop in there that I was like, ooh, you know, um, interesting. So, uh, I was, I went in there. My mom connected really well with the lady that worked there. And so she was talking to her and I was sitting on the bench outside. And, I remember I was talking to, at that time, Brandon from No Quarter, and I was saying, yeah, I'm, like, downtown, and he was like, well, do you feel anything? Like, is there anything? I was like, I, I keep feeling like I'm being watched. Like, it really freaks me out. Um, And so I was sitting, and uh, I literally felt someone, and it was, like, in an old-timey, like, 1800s dress, and, like... It, it was verbatim what, like, when you look up the 1800s, like, style clothing, it was, it was verbatim with that. And in my third eye, I was able to see kind of what she looked like. And, uh, she walked right past me and I could see the dress flowing and, like, flow around the corner as she walked. 
And then there was another time too where I stood up. It was in that same block of time. I stood up. I was like, okay, I want to go. Like I'm, I'm done. Like I'm done. I just want to go. Um, and I felt someone behind me grab, like grab on my back. Um, and then two, <laughs> we were eating at a restaurant down there and it was like deeper into the cotton exchange and we were eating and it was like, uh, this pub style place. We were the only one there. And we could, like, me and my mom both felt a really weird feeling. The food was fantastic. It was Patty's Hollow, I think, if anybody's in that area. Patty's um, Hollow. Hey, can I hear yeah, it? Yeah, it was, we had the, I had the Guinness, uh, corned beef sandwich. Oh, the Guinness corned beef sandwich. the Guinness Reuben or something like that. It was really good. And a crab cake. It was bomb. Um, but yeah, like, I was in the bath. The bathrooms always feel odd to me. I don't know what it is about the dang on bathrooms at places. Even in the, the library. Uh, the web library hmm. bathrooms always feel off to me, and I'm like, why? Well, with the web bathrooms, the mirrors were haunted. Yeah. So, well, um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, and even in the con exchange, bathrooms feel off. I've yeah. been in a bunch of bathrooms in the con exchange over the years of coming here and visiting and living and stuff like that. Are you trying to tell people you poop a lot? No, it's normally <laughs> peeing. Um, but but yeah, so they're so they're off. Um, if you're in this area, I highly recommend checking out Wilmington. There's a lot of history, a lot of stuff downtown. Um, and a lot then, of hoity toity, flatsy stuff. The downtown houses look legit. And, um, fun fact, that's not really paranormal. Uh, I think Scream and Halloween, the recent ones were filmed down there. Mm. And they actually have, like, where you can tour studios, like, down there. Part of Iron Man 3 was filmed down there. There's, uh, Stuff like that. So, is this an ad for tourism? I know, but no, no. <laughs> I like Wilmington. It's got a very like artsy farsy feel to it, and it's a uh, college. They have a college there, university. So, mm-hmm. um, they have a lot of stuff happening there, and they have one of the best freaking bakeries, best bakeries, freaking Apple Annie's. Mm-hmm. If you want like New York style pastries? Check out Apple. Yeah, get your cool guy. Go there. Go, go. Where Cannolis, you Cannolis. Cannolis. Yeah. Yeah. Cannolis are like my favorite. Uh, oh, my mouth is watering just thinking about it. Anyways. <laughs> oh, oh, they're so good. Anyways. Um, but yeah, so they have a lot of stuff. And then, um, even like Sneed's Ferry, um, all the beaches around here have cool stuff. Sneed's Ferry. There was one time. I know we were on all now. But these one, fairy is weird in general. I live there too, and that's one apartment weird. I went to, Phil visiting wise. Uh, had something very, very strong that came at me when I was there one time. This I live there. Yeah, this it's had to fun. be five or six months after my ability awoken. Um, but I was just like, "What the heck is that?" I don't know. I just something I never dealt with before. Fun fact about Sneeze Fairy. So my mom had. Uh, this, and I think it was part of her ignoring her abilities because she was about like my age now during these times. And, uh, she used to wake us up in the middle of the night and say somebody was breaking in like consistently. Like I used to have to go down with her at like three in the morning and make eggs because she kept thinking someone was going to break in. And I remember there was this one time, um, this time, this house that we lived in, in, Sneeze Ferry was like a townhouse kind of situation, duplex situation. And I actually would see like native spirits around the outside of the house. Like they would just, I would just see them. Um, 
And I remember one time, I guess she got so freaked out. She was like, we, we, we are just going to go to the beach. And it was like literally five o'clock in the morning, the butt crack of dawn. And we had to go to the beach because she was terrified to be in the house. It was that house that that happened with. And then there was another house in Clinton, North Carolina, which is about what, like an hour away from us. Mm, a little more. A little bit more than an hour. Um, that house was kind of creepy too. It was an old Victorian house that a Civil War soldier guy, uh, would appear to me a lot. Anyways, yeah, there's a lot. If I, if I, I could literally have an entire episode of all the houses. It's funny enough. We have a whole podcast. Yeah. Talking about our experiences. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's, I guess, uh, this area is enough for us, for any paranormal investigator around this area to have enough places to go. Um, so it's not short of a hint. And while we are probably going to have more haunted updates. Yeah. Um, at the time we live here and stuff like that. Yeah. And two, we're going to start, um, going out more and more. Um, hopefully soon. Definitely, uh, like late spring, early summer to more locations. Yeah. Something funny, uh, I didn't re- realize until after I re-listened to the episode back, um, and it would happen in California recently. Mm-hmm. Remember we said, um, that time travelers prediction about the tsunami. He got the date wrong, but he got the location right. Yeah. Thing is nobody, and I mean, well, maybe some of the sites that you, some of the astrologers and psychics keep, keep going back to something's going to happen on the West Coast, something's going to happen on the East Coast, but they don't know what, what. And I'm thinking, wondering if the tsunami thing was like the West Coast and the East Coast is going to be this winter storm or well, some winter storm. Geologists maybe could have predicted, but, um, no one could have predicted a volcano randomly erupting and then causing a, granted, it wasn't a horrible tsunami. It didn't, you kill anybody or anything like that. At least I don't think so. I didn't hear any stories about people dying. No, they but just, it did cause a lot of damage. It wasn't an actual tsunami. No, it was. I not. I said it the, was. They had waves, like pretty big waves. They went up to almost people's homes. Like oh. they took over the entire beach. That was they were just under a, a warning, not an actual. Well, yeah, I said it wasn't like 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 oh the houses are gone, but I mean like the whole beach was underwater. Oh, really? So anything that was on the beaches uh, was swept away. So, I mean, it wasn't, like, horrible, like, oh, my God, but it was still bad enough that, like, oh, like, don't go to the beach. Oh, dang. Yeah. Um, but that was, I thought that was weird that, you know, we talked about that, and then, like, a couple days later it happened. Yeah. It did. But, yeah. Um, so we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Yeah. There you go. Um, as always, guys, you can check out our social media, Hidden the Shadows Podcast on Instagram, or Hidden the, Sh- uh, Hidden the Shah 6 on Twitter, or Hidden, uh, we call it, uh, Hidden the Podcast 2 on TikTok. Yes. Or links to all our social media and all places we can listen to us at HiddenTheShadowsPodcast.com. Also has links to our merch store where you can pick up some cool shirts and stuff. Yes. Um, and I think we'll start having our bonus episodes. Yeah. The first one is going to be the first week in February. Yes. Um, and it's going to be with Corey from, I forgot his Instagram name. Crap. <laughs> he was on the, he was on the paranormal round table with us, uh, cause he sw- swapped it up. Um, his new name, uh, he paranormal, or not paranormal investigates, he urban explorers. Mm-hmm. And, um, that week that he's on, we're going to also talk about, um, that episode is going to be about urban explorers that have also dealt with the paranormal while they were or- urban exploring. And what are we talking about next week? Next week is prolific poltergeist cases. That's right. 
So we're going to talk about poltergeist cases. Something we've been on hold for a while. Yeah. And kind of like, well, because I know like for me, when I first started into the paranormal, I was like, okay, I know what residual haunts are, but what's the different, what's a poltergeist? Like I know the movie poltergeist, but (laughs) so we're going to go into detail with that and kind of like some cases that you can relate poltergeist cases from. And if you listen on uh, iTunes, um, give us a rating, give us some stars, whatever you feel like giving. Yeah, Spotify does that now too. Does it? Yeah. Oh shit. What the heck? Oh, that's my, that's my, that's my paint paint thingy. Oh, great. Anyway. I was like, (laughs) the heck is that, please? (laughs) Oh, by the way, um, if you listened or not, last week's episode, Mm -hmm. um, there was an EVP. Really? You said there was. Is there? Yeah. Oh yeah. Did you hear it? Yeah. It wasn't as loud as you said it was, but it was still there. Okay. So last week, uh, I think I said it in the episode, but last week I was, I kept going Baba Yaga, yeah. right? And instead of Baba Vanga, right? And she was the lady that did all the, the psychic predictions and stuff like that. And I was like, who the hell is this? I know I'm not getting it right, but who the, he- why do I keep saying this? And I looked it up and there was some correlation. I forgot it now exactly what the correlation was. But it kept coming in my head, and I was like, get out. What is this? And you marked and- it at about after 17 minutes. Um, it's faint. It's in between me and you talking. Yeah. You say something, and then you hear, Baba Yaga. And then yeah. I say something. It's like, oh, it's almost a whisper. And I was like, and what the fuck? And it's like a witch cannibalism lore lady thing. Yeah. So, so- any EVP uh, enthusiasts want to go back and listen to it and analyze yeah, it. Yeah, maybe please- I'll post it on Facebook. <laughs> go ahead and, uh, and tell us. Facebook, Instagram about it, because... I heard that when I was editing and I was like, there's no freaking way that was one of us because, mm. you know, like we're in the flow of talking. Yeah. But, mm-mm, mm-mm, no way. No, <laughs> no, no. I don't know. I heard that and I was but... like, when I looked up what it was and essentially like it could technically be the boogeyman, but like if you look up, uh-uh. Cause I even texted my friend and I was like, Hey, I don't like she also has abilities. I was like, I don't know why this keeps popping up, but it's freaking me out. Like, I don't like it. And I was getting such a weird vibe beforehand. And. Yeah. Weird. So go back and listen to that. Um, and as always, guys, uh, we'll catch your widows in the next one. Yes.